Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Invest in your future home like how you'd invest in your future self. The same way you seek the right guy or the right job, you also need to find the right home for you. The perfect house that will shelter all those goals and dreams you have for yourself and your family. To give you a better idea on which real estate fits you best, I partnered with Lissandra on today's episode. Lissandra is a trusted developer under Vista Land that offers quality and affordable house and lots in the Philippines. To visit their website and check out their properties, click the link in my description or send them a direct message on their official Facebook page at Lissandra. This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hey, Grateful Ones, before we start, find yourself in a comfortable space and take three deep breaths. I know it's been tough for all of us, so let's take this time to feel whatever you're feeling as you take a deep breath in. Take in love, kindness, joy, and gratitude. And as you exhale, let go of any pain, anger, regret, or discomfort you're feeling right now. Welcome to After 30 with Gara Erigel, a 30-something reminding you to take deep breaths and live with gratitude as we talk love, life, fear, relationships, career, sex, food, money, good books, and how life is so much different and oddly the same after 30. I post new episodes every Thursday. Follow at After 30 with Gara Erigel on Instagram and Facebook to stay updated. to another episode of After 30 with Cara Erigel. Um, today, we have a very, very special guest, a real estate broker and a vlogger who is based in a CDO, Cagayan de Oro City. She is very passionate about two major things, real estate and her content creation, which is amazing, to be honest. Her aim is now to help people gain more information about real estate, personal finance and business through the work that she does as a broker and through her YouTube channel. Everybody, please give a virtual round of applause for the beautiful Alex Zeta. Hi, Alex. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for making time and thank you for uh, na pinaunlakan mo kami ng inyong oras, ng iyong oras ng, at ng iyong knowledge ngayon dito sa podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you. Of course. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Thank you. I had fun guesting on your podcast as well earlier today. Yes. And dami natin na pag-usapan no, about our personal lives. Daming chika. Oh. I love talaga this whole, diba, the platform. It's like, I've never met you in person. You're all the way in CDO, but I feel like meron na tayong friendship oh, formed. 
<laughs> may may bond na tayo and baka magkita tayo soon diba? in September, diba? Nagkayaan na nga tayo sa beach eh, diba? Napakasaya. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See you in Mati. <laughs> But, okay, so in the, in the I guess the hour, or the couple of hours that I've already spoken to you, diba? One through another platform and then a while ago through your podcast. I feel like I already know a lot about you, but, you know, what I really want to dive into now is is real estate because you are a real estate broker and it's amazing how you've kind of crossed about and, and used social media and use a platform such as podcasting and also YouTube, diba, to be able to grow also your business in real estate. So that's amazing. Palakpakan naman tayo dyan, guys, sa ginagawa ni Alex. So, bibigyan daw niya ako ng deadline sa, ano, sa YouTube, di ba? Oh yeah, sa YouTube mo. Sisingilin kita next wow, month. Wow, may singilin. <laughs> Isascout kita sa, ano, sa YouTube channel Wala, mo. Wala, nakaka-pressure. Bakit hindi ka na-post today? <laughs> na-pressure naman ako masyado. But I'm, I'm really curious as to, you know, because we were talking about real estate a while ago, you know that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of yeah. newly married-ish and my husband is actually the one who knows more about Ganyan, investments, real estate and stuff. I know the, as in literally nothing. <laughs> I'm learning also all these things from him and which is why when I interviewed you the first time, you know, I was so excited to get to ask you more, I guess, personal questions in terms of like real estate when it comes to new, newly married couples or people in their, in their 30s. So that's when I wa- what I want to dive into now. First question ko sa'yo, Alex. I know this is a very like general, very vague question, but Major gets the mind about where where I'm coming from with this question. Condo versus house and lot. What is the difference between these two major real estate investments? Condo versus house and lot. So first of all is the location. Condominiums are usually located in commercial areas already. So they appreciate faster in terms of appreciation value. So they go up in value faster compared to house and lots, which are located a bit farther from the commercial areas. So here in Cagayan de Oro, it depends on the city, I guess, where you're from. But here in CDO, naman, the house house and lots are not so far. It's only about a 30, 40-minute drive, which is not so far, at least to me. It depends on, I guess, your perspective. So mm-hmm. first is the location, and then next is the size. So for house and lots, especially if you will be the one to design your property, your house, then you can go as big as you want or as small as you want. But with regards to the condos, you can't decide the size since the devel- it's the developer who will decide on the size of the condo. So here in CDO, yung condo sizes are about 20 to 60 square meters. So a 20 square meter condo is a studio. One bedrooms are about 30 to 35 square meters and a two bedroom is about 55 or 50 to 60 square meter in range. So again, the size is something also that a buyer should consider. Is it okay for you to live in this size? Because you're more constrained with condominiums regarding the size. Yeah, yeah. And like the house and lot, now you can really choose what size that you want, especially if you build your own house. And the next is the price. So here in CDO, most like the prices are very similar because yung condos here are already about three million, like three, seven, eight million. You can also buy houses for that price range. So price-wise, similar lang yung no price. No way! kalapit. Yeah. House and lot and condo, yeah. similar price? Yeah, similar yung price. Depends then on the size. Depends on the size of the house. So 150 square meter house 
in a good subdivision would cost about at least here because real estate is local eh? i can't speak for the prices of houses in other cities mm-hmm. but here a good subdivision in a good subdivision already with 24 7 security with the swimming pool yung ganyan, everything now the nice amenities mm-hmm. it would cost about eight to nine million for a 150 square meter house but yung condo a two-bedroom is about eight same then bring seven to nine million for a 50 to 60 square meter condo but lalakad ka na lang sa mall <laughs> Okay. So, yun naman yung advantage of living in a condo. So, it will really depend on where your your life stage, what stage you're at. If you're still beginning your career, then usually millennials, they prefer condo. Parang hindi millennial. Ano? <laughs> Ayong millennial. mga millennial. <laughs> Ayong mga, tayo mga millennials. Especially if we're still single or newly married without a baby. So, we usually prefer living in smaller spaces because it's also more convenient. It's just lock and leave. Eh? You don't really need to clean a lot. You don't need to maintain the exterior, with, especially for the house and lot. You need to maintain like the roof, all these things, right. the more things to maintain. Mm-hmm. But for condominiums, you just need to maintain the interior yung interior space. So yung exterior naman, yung developer na yan, or yung condo corp, which is the uh, group of condominium, all the condominium owners will form a corporation and they will be responsible for maintaining the common area mm-hmm. and yung exterior, yung facade ng condominium. We want to say hi to the guys from Trizzy. Trizzy is a clean wellness brand with natural fiber supplements, sleep supplements, appetite suppressants, and wellness accessories for your hashtag clean start. Use our link in the description and you can get an extra 5% off voucher site-wide on Lazada until September 30, 2021. Add to cart Trizzy Fiber now at Lazada and Shopee and say bye-bye bloat in 6 to 8 hours. It really all depends on, I guess, you're right, no? The season of your life that you're in, what your priorities are. Because in terms of presyo pala, it's very close, no? Yung tipong... Yun nga eh, you'll really ask yourself, okay, ito gantong presyo, house and lot na to eh. Pero ito condo, it's a smaller space, you know, and it's also in a more manageable. manageable. But that's, I guess, really good if you're single, diba? Or if you're, it's just you, a couple. But if you're trying to build a family, um, would you say that it would be wiser to go for a house and lot? May ganun ba? Yeah, usually for families that, that are still starting, a house and lot would be the better option, especially if you're still starting, like you have a small kid or you're going to have kids, you will need bigger space. Mm. So condominiums are more ideal for those who don't have kids yet, newly married, single, or I don't know, like in their 60s and they're, they want to size down already because their kids are all adults and are all married. So a condominium mm-hmm. would be more convenient for those who want to, I don't know, like, like retire na. Mm-hmm. So, mas chill na kasi mas chill na because it's nearer to the malls, nearer to the hospitals, nearer to everything. Right. So, it might be a more convenient option for those who are like in their 60s already or who are retirees. It's really the location no, and the convenience of it all that you're paying for, I guess, um, in the major convenience that you're paying for if you do decide to buy a condo. But thank you for touching on um, the age right? for, for seniors, for people who just want to retire in a condo and just want to chill. Because this is a conversation I had with my mother, who's no, not nowhere near retiring. Naman pa. But a few years. Na lang. But um, she was talking to me about this because she wants to, she's thinking about selling our old house 
she hasn't stayed there anymore for years. She's been in a condo for as long as I can remember. But, you know, we're still keeping the house. My brother is still there. She's thinking of selling it soon and then just buying a condo for herself and her partner. But the first thing that came to mind, because I'm also newly married, and these are things that I'm also considering now in convenience, moving to a house, da da It's like, mom, really, at 60 plus, 70 plus, do you want to live in a building where you'll have to line up for the elevator? Where, you know, you'll have to go up and down and blah, blah, blah. Yun lang, yun lang yung my concern. So is it also advisable, I guess, for the elderly to be living in a condo? Well, with regards to the comfort naman, condominiums have it. Kasi you can just call the receptionist, you can call the guard if you need anything. But it will, it will also depend on the preference of the person. Because some elderly, they want to like plant flowers or, you know, plant different plants. They want to walk around. They want to walk around. They want to walk around the village. If you're in a condo, you can't really do that. So it depends. It depends on your preference and what would be more convenient for you. Like for your mom, if she's not yet sure, instead of selling your house, she can have it rented out. But uh, later on, if she decides, oh, I think I want to live back inside, I I want to move back Mm -hmm. to my house, then she still has that option. And she will also be able to enjoy the passive income. Exactly. Yun lang, I guess, also my concerns because iba pa rin, this is still my ano, head, ano? Because nga, again, I know close to nothing <laughs> real estate. But for me, kasi iba pa rin yung owning your own land, right? Kasi like condos, yes, you own this space, but you don't technically own the land that it is built on, right? Yeah, it's owned by the condo corp. So you're still part owner of the land. Part Although you don't own it your, on your own. Right, yeah. right. You're part, part owner. Okay. Yeah, that's really one of the limitations of li- living in a... There are a lot of limitations to both sides. really depends on what your priorities are, what's important to you. Right, right. Okay, let's jump back into newly married. Ito, <laughs> opportunista talaga ako. Nakausap ko si Alex. Sabi ko, nako, marami akong tanong. <laughs> I guess not din siya. And as I'm sure a lot of, you know, newly married couples who are all... People who are also in their 30s, you know, would want to know um, the answers to these questions. So for newly married couples who are, you know, just essentially starting their lives together, is loaning money from a bank and investing in, let's say, land in... Or a house? Is it a good idea? A house, and a lot. house and lot. Or should they opt for renting first and building their savings for their dream home? Well, it's a more on the question of finance, so it will depend on the financial situation of the buyer. Mm-hmm. Like for my husband and I, we decided to go with renting first because we prioritized building our business. So it depends on what your priority is. Right. There are some women who are fortunate enough to be able to do both at the same time. Like they can build or buy their own house and lot and they can also expand their business or do other things at the same time. But if you are limited to like choosing one thing, like whether it's to buy a house or to do maybe go into business or do something else with your money, it depends on what your priority is. But it's really better to be on the safe side. Like you have to make sure that you can pay. Because when you buy a house and lot, it's going to be a long-term loan. Like for the bank's maximum term is 20 years. So it's 15 to 20 years. Mm-hmm. And for Pag-ibig, it's 30 years. So it's going to be, you're going to be paying it off long-term. So you have to be sure that you can really make the monthly payments. So prepare your finances lang. Right. 
Okay, is uh because what and I asked this question because you know, and my husband is the one who knows more about it. In the beginning of our marriage, he was like, okay, we loaned money from the bank and then we got land beachfront, which is have always been my dream. But we loaned money to get that land. But so our plan now is to stay first in the family home, which we are lucky to have, and renovate that a bit to to fit our liking and our comfort, mm. and then build a small business together and then the small business what we earn from that will be paying for the loan that we made for the land which is where we're going to build the mm-hmm. future home so sobrang mind blown ako sa explanation niya sa akin kasi in my Ilocana head diba who's so used to just working for money diba hindi ako familiar dun sa making money work for me you know the, this whole concept of real estate and whatever and ganyan I think your husband will get along with my husband really kasi parang yun yung yun yung plan niya eh. Like, yung plan namin is currently we're renting mm-hmm. a house. And then we want to move to another subdivision and rent a bigger house. And my mom was like, why are you renting? Why don't you just buy your own property or build your own house? Pero yung plan namin is iba. We want to build an apartment first. And then maybe expand that to two or three apartments or houses. We want to lease it out. Para yung kakover ng rent namin or when we decide to build or buy another property is coming from the cash flow that we get from our rentals. Ang galing. So that's our plan which my mom which my mom can't understand. So same concept sa husband mo but he's using lang the business to to pay for the property or the house that you want to build. Yeah. That's also why we decided to build a business first which we were able to do kasi lang na close dahil pandemic. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. So yun yung yun din yung plan talaga. It's basically money working for you. I'm still so mind blown by it. Like I'm really, I'm so amazed by the concept of it all. Your husband should meet my husband. Sure. Ay, yun nga, diba, Make sure that you're there of now course. by the time that we're Sige. we're going there. It's gonna be end pa man of September. So sabi mo August or first week. So hamakikita na tayo. When I fly there, I will definitely be staying there longer than a month na. So yes, we will plan okay. it. Mag magka coffee coffee lang tayo dun habang mag-uusap sila about business and yeah. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> But it <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy you know, yung ganto nga. I guess kung ano nga yung preference ninyo also as a couple because for me there was a lot of fear. Like because in my head nga, hala, 'di ba pandemic? Tapos hindi ganun ka-regular yung job ko. Paano natin babayaran yung loan? Paano natin babayaran? Ganon, ganon ako. Sabi niya, hindi nga. Ito nga, dito umiikot yung pera dito. Siya mag- ganon. So, I'm still trying oh. to, ano, ganun, I'm not fully, <laughs> uh, fully convinced yet or fully comfortable with it yet. Although, we already made the the jump, no? But I want to be able to learn more pa. Um, you mentioned, you touched on it, right, also, because of the pandemic. So is real estate a good investment during the pandemic? Why or why not? During the pandemic, I actually expected sales to go down because uh, people will be holding on to their cash. Yeah. And they will want to, yeah, because cash is king, right? So they, I, I expected the, the real estate market to go down. But what happened was it actually remained resilient. People were still investing. People were still putting their money in real estate. Wow. And that's also the pandemic actually still pushed that because what happened was nung nag pandemic na di ba the bank the bank interest rates went really went really mm-hmm. low parang from it it was low to begin with pero yung dollar account zero na yung interest rates and then yung standard na savings account naging lower pa yung interest rates so people started putting their money into something more stable and parang wala nang mas magiging stable pa sa real estate kasi when you put your money in 
a business. A business can close down like what happened to ours. Mm -hmm. If you put it in the stock market, it's a good investment then. Pero if my pandemic or if my guerra or if my anything that shakes the market, the no, no, stock market, it will also go uh -huh. down. Of course, it will go up naman. Because if there's nothing wrong with the company itself, it will go back up once the market stabilizes. Pero if you have money in the stock market, you cannot withdraw it because it's down. Nga siya. Mm -hmm. So dun lang, sa, dun lang muna yung pera mo. Mm -hmm. But with real estate, it still continued to went up. Like the prices here in Kagen wow. Dior still continued to went up despite the pandemic. And yung land here, it's still getting more and more expensive. So yung real estate, kasi it's a very stable na place to put your money in. Kasi land will just really appreciate. Unless like something big happens. Like siguro pag mabahaan yung entire area, like parang mga, mga acts of God, uh -huh. yun lang yung reason na maglo-lower siya. Pero aside from that, which rarely happens naman, it will just continue to go up. So yung average na increase ng real estate market, yung average appreciation for real estate, a residential real estate, at least here in Cedo, is about around 6 to 8% per year. That's already a very conservative wow. na appreciation rate. But with condominiums, they appreciate faster. So some condos here, they appreciate like around 15 to 20% per year. So it depends naman on the developer. Right. So there are a lot of factors that affect the market. But this is one of the worst markets that we've seen because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. But still, it remained. It has remained very resilient and relatively stable in the real estate market here. So yes, I would say that yes, it's, a good, it's a good investment. But if you are also in a hurry, like for example, you need cash, like the something happened and you need to liquidate. Yung real estate naman, it's it's not it's a good investment, but it's not easy to liquidate. Yeah. Kasi hindi siya madaling liquidate uh -oh. because it's a big amount of money. Right. So it might take a couple of months unless siguro na nagrush sale ka and you priced your property below market value. Then you can sell it fast. It can sell in a couple of days or just weeks if it's below market value. But if you sell it at market value, so it might take longer to liquidate. So yung recommendation ko sa, to you guys, if you want to really be safe with regards to your finances, you have to keep at least 20% of your of your um, equity or of your the, the money that you have, your net worth, I mean. You have to keep at least 20% of your net worth in cash para if anything happens, meron kang mabubunot and you won't be forced to sell at a loss. Uh -huh. Kasi yun yung, yun yung nangyayari. Pag, if you have something that's hard to liquidate, you can be forced to sell at a loss para lang ano, magamit mo na yung pera. So there has to be a balance. Yeah. When we were kids, we were asked this question. What do you want to be when you grow up? Now that we're adults, they ask us in job interviews, how do you see yourself in five years? Now having the mindset instilled in us that we need to envision and prepare for our future self motivates the goals that we want to achieve. I think this is what drives some people to create checklists for themselves. Like me. Like, dapat bago ako mag-25, may sarili na akong kotse. Or I should get married and have a house for my kids before 30. Or after 30. Owning a property is part of adulting. And the best way to prepare for the right home is to start investing as early as now in one of the top home builders in the country. Like Lasandra. Lasandra is the perfect fit for your preferences. Especially when it comes to considerations like budget, accessibility, safety, and amenities. 
definitely no worries in Lysandra as they are well known for their quality yet affordable house and lots in the Philippines. Present in over 40 areas nationwide, their communities are conveniently located near establishments, transport hubs, and business centers, so it's super easy to get around. Lysandra also has recreational open spaces that are safe, secured, and surrounded by nature. Now is the perfect time to invest because wherever you're located, whether you want to check out a house that's in a different province or you're working abroad and far away from home, you can still view their properties because Lysandra has made it super easy for us through a series of innovative online tools available on their website. You can check out the community and their properties safely via their virtual home tours. You can also try out their home loan calculator to gauge the monthly payment that is perfect for your budget. And when you're ready to purchase, conveniently reserve a Lysandra house and lot through their online reservation tool. For inquiries and more information about Lysandra house and lots, click the link in my description box to visit Lysandra's website or send them a direct message on Facebook at Lysandra. Is land necessarily or automatically an asset? Because, you know, yun nga, like for example, the land that we bought, diba, syempre, and we actually got it at a really good price because the owner parang napasa lang sa kanila uh, ng family yung land. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the pandemic, uh, inheritance, inheritance. Uh, and they couldn't, uh, parang their thing was they were having a hard time paying land taxes, you know, and all these things. So they sold it. Pero yung land taxes are actually really low. It must be a very big piece of land. It's a big piece of land. It's a luckily it's oh, a big piece of land. Yung maging... Um and it's also yung nga beach. Ashendera ka pala. <laughs> Ashendera na beach no? front. <laughs> I'll show I'll show it to you when you're there. Kapuntahin. Pero wala pa kami. Show it show it to Definitely. me. Definitely. <laughs> Pero wala pa kaming pera pang tayungan ng bahay, 'di ba? Land pa lang siya ngayon. Oh, okay lang, land yan. Pa lang okay siya lang. Ngayon. Yes, it's a, it's an asset. Yung cla- classification ng bank is asset siya. So in case anything happens, you can actually take out an equity loan on your property. Kailangan mo ng pera. So yung yun yung difference, yung home loan is a type of loan that you take uh, uh, you, you you take out based on the property which is a residential property. Now you want to buy a property, ito yung gagamitin mo na collateral. So that's called a home loan. So yeah. if you buy a lot, buy a condo, buy a house, the term of the bank is home mm-hmm. loan. But if you already own the property and you've already fo- it's uh, the title's already clean meaning wala nang mortgage. Mm-hmm. It's already fully paid if mm-hmm. ni loan mo previously, but you you need money, so pade mo ding magamit as collateral yung property mo. So yung term naman yan is equity loan. So the banks will appraise the property, they will let you loan about eighty percent of the appraised value. Oh. So magagamit talaga siya in case na may emergency. Hindi na kailangan actually na isal. If you need the money, you can take out a loan against your property. But yun nga lang, magbabayad ka ng interest sa loan mo, uh-huh. di ba? Just like any other loan. So, may interest. Kailangan ko ng classes sa'yo, Alex, no? <laughs> All these things. So, syempre. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is so new I to know. me. Kasi, of course, I'm hearing it from my husband, who doesn't, of course, explain it to me the way you are. He's not a man of real estate. You know, it's not his specialty or anything. He just knows, um, I guess, because of his background and his family there, di ba? So, when he tells me, I'm just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tapos mag-aaway kami. Kasi, syempre, I'm coming from the fear of, 
ha? Paano natin babayaran? Bakit ganito? May babayaran tayong taxes, ganito, ganyan, whatever. Eight years yan, la-di-la-la, ganyan. So, hindi ko pa siya masyadong maintindihan, but, you know, now, okay, all these things, although I don't completely understand your terms just yet, at least I know it's a, you know, it's an asset, and it's a good thing to have, I guess, as a newly married. It's an asset. Yes, it's an asset. Especially when you, because there are two ways that you can earn from real estate. First is appreciation income, which means the increase in value of your property over time. And it just really, it goes up. Eh? Yun yung maganda sa real estate. Eh? It just goes up. And like other things like a car or yung mga gadgets natin, when, the moment we buy it, kahit na one hour pa lang natin nagamit, uh, automatic na, oh, big, yeah. na it gets depreciated, yeah. ba? So even if one day mo lang nagamit yung brand new car mo, depreciated na yan. You can't sell it for the same at the same price that you bought it for. But with real estate, it just goes up in value. So yun yung maganda sa real estate. That's why a lot of my clients, especially those who are very wealthy, they store their money in real estate. So kahit na hindi naman yung real estate yung main source of income nila, cash flow, like they have an other businesses, they have this usually main business. Tapos, they store their money in real estate para ma-divert yung, mag- magiging diverse yung net worth nila, yung portfolio nila. Yun pala yun. See, this is also something I asked my husband. It's so funny. I love it that we're talking about this now. Because I had all these questions in my head. Kasi siya, his parents bought land in like really prime um, villages in the south. But it's been there ever since they were kids. It's just land. They didn't build anything. It's just land. Like one in Tagaytay, one in Ganto, ganyan. Um, and then sabi ko talaga, syempre, di ba, uh, what's it doing? Di ba? Parang, why, why? It's just there. Baka naman, niloloko ko pa. Baka naman mag-build tayo ng bahay. Baka naman, pwede. Di ba? Ganyan, binibiro. Baka naman pwede natin bayara and bilhin at a cheaper rate. Ganyan. But now I understand. It's because they're keeping it. What was your term? Appreciation income. Mm, that's so cool. So it's income that's not realized yet because you will only realize it when you sell it. Like for example, yung isang client ko, she bought it at 1000 pesos or I think 1500 pesos per square. But that was like in the 1990s or something. Wow. So matagal na. So ilang percent yun per but year yung sinasabi mo? Para I think she bought it tw- more than 20 years ago siguro around 20 years ago and now land there is worth 15 to 20,000 pesos per square. So nakailang ana percentage na yung increase ng wow. property nila ng property niya that's cute. so that's appreciation income or for example 10 years ago when i was still starting we have this commercial center kasi in Cagayan de Oro at the time it only had one it still currently has one mall pero yung SM lang yung nandoon so before yung prices nila was at 8000 pesos per square mm-hmm. and now land there is selling at 40 to 45. Now it's 45,000 pesos per square. So yun yung appreciation income, yung increase ng value ng property mo over time. And then you also have rental income, which is the second way that you can earn mm-hmm. through real estate. So rental income is when you rent out your property, whether it's land or it's a house and lot or condo, you can lease that out and you can ha- enjoy the passive income that comes with it every month. So you're, you're enjoying both incomes. You're getting money from the rent, but you're still you still own the land so meron pa ding appreciation income oh ang galing that's also something i wanted to explore nga kasi nga hindi pa kami realistically diba we don't really have unless something magical happens you know in the next 2 3 years but in the next 5 or 6 years we cannot build a home there yet 
So, ang timeline namin actually is like 7 to 8 years. Siyempre, gusto pa namin mag-baby muna and all these things. So, because that's a lot of time. Maybe we can build something there. Someone can build a resort, rent the land first. Diba? Also, at the same time, that can pay for uh, our loan for the land and all these things. Yeah, you can. It's a beachfront property. So, you can... Maybe not like maybe you can build structures na you know people can chill in para mga hot ni uh-huh. or something. Na pwedeng buwagin naman, Pwede madaling yan, buwagin no? after a while. Yeah, oh, light materials lang. Sige, nako na mi ko natutunan so ni Alex. So you can do that para if people want to chill by the beachside. Kasi yun yung uso ngayon eh, especially with the pandemic, yes. like here in Cagayan or like here in Mindanao area, madami nang naging uso na nag-open a resorts or mga like on top of the mountain na mga mm-hmm. mga mountain resorts hindi naman like the bonga na type of resort ha? parang parang meron lang structure or meron lang mga A-frame houses or naglagay lang ng campsite yung owner people want so, space passive eh. income ha? people need to breathe yeah. and that space yeah. is for example like a, a couple of days ago we went to Hingoog it's a mountainous area Hino- so very cold Parang hingoog. Okay. Eh, parang kind of like Baguio. Oh, um, sa okay. Parang Baguio type na may, ano, a lot, there's a lot of mountains, tas nagpa-fog siya sa gabi. Sarap. So, it's very, the place is very elevated, tas maganda yung view. So, nag-rent kami ng A-frame house. It's like, it's called A-frame because it really, literally looks like the letter A. Oh. No? Parang ganyan lang. It's a really small house. Parang, I think it's around 50 square meters lang. Pero it had everything na, na meron na siyang, grilling station, parang may bonfire station, mm-hmm. may mga ganyan. So, pang okay siya pang overnight. And then, the rent of the house was 4000 good for six people. So, meron na siyang mga uh, areas where you can sleep in, a good for six din. And then, downstairs, you can just chill and the area is so cold. My creek, my creek nearby where you can Ta-da! take a bath in ang lamig-lamig ng water. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you photos later on. I actually posted posted it to Facebook. Basically, so, yeah. the owner had two houses. Yung isa is 4,000 per night. Tapos yung isa naman is um, 4,700 per night. Tapos tinanong namin yung caretaker. So, ano naman? Ano yung frequency ng, ng mga check-ins niyo dito? And she said na actually almost daily meron. So, for example, may nag-check-in na kahit na three times a week lang. So, 4,000... I know it's 8,000 kasi dalawang houses. Let's say 8,000 times 3. So that's 24,000 times 4. That's already 96,000 per month. Wow. Passive income. Yeah. And then you only have to pay, let's say, the caretaker. And then you don't really have to maintain it. Walang aircon kasi ang lamig-lamig na. Oo nga. Uy, so meron ka ng 96,000. Let's say yung overhead mo is 20%. So you can net 76,000 at only... Mga three times a week lang na may nag-check-in sa dalawa. So, that's 76,000. Yun yung example sa rental income. Oof. Solid. Okay, okay. Woo! Learning so much. Ang saya. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. Um, Alright. So, what are na naman? What are the top five things newly married couples should consider, secure, and prepare for before investing in a house and lot or before building a business that includes your real estate and all these things so yun first is the property that you want to buy you need to consider the budget the what type of house you want or what type of property you want kasi baka you're open din to condo muna or lot muna and then you just build and then second is your cash flow and then third is your expenses so 
kailangan importante kasi talaga yung yung financial you need to check your financial status before investing kasi when you invest in in anything not only a house and lot it will change your entire cash flow will change your balance sheet. Kasi, mm-hmm. ano, arithmetic yan eh. Pag may bibilhin ka, so deduct yan sa income mo. Oh, yeah. So, so yun, you need to manage that. You need to manage how you're going to go about it. And also, if for example, you want to buy a house outright that's ready for occupancy, you will also need to consider yung not only the monthly amortization that you'll be paying on the house, but also the down payment. Because if it's already for occupancy property, the down payment will be about 20 to 30%. And it's the property is like millions yeah. of property. So for example, if you buy like a 5 million property, then let's say, let's put it at 30%, the down payment is about 1.5 million. Meron ka kasing babayarin a down payment to the seller plus tax. So kailangan meron kang cash on hand, meron kang 1.5. Now, for those naman, oh my gosh, wala akong ganyan, wala akong millions na, ano, nakastash away. So, you can buy, you can invest din naman in pre-selling, in pre-selling properties. Kasi with pre-selling properties, you will only need to pay the reservation fee. Here in CDO, developers reservation fee are about as low as, merong iba kung socialized housing, 5,000 lang. So, meron namang 20,000, 50, yung pinakamahal is 150, which is malayo pa rin sa 1.5. Oo, naman. Diba? So, Usually, it's between 30 to 50. That's the usual range. 50,000. 30,000 to 50,000. Mm-hmm. That's the reservation fee. It's deductible from the down payment. So, yung monthly mo na babayaran will be, you will be, you will be able to pay the equity over a span of 12 months or 24 months, depending on the term that the developer gives you as the buyer. Mm-hmm. So, yun, uh, yung property, tapos cash flow and expenses. I think those are the main things mm-hmm. na naman okay. We want to say hi and a big thanks to the guys from Kumu. Kumu is a Pinoy live streaming app where you can connect and tambay with Filipino streamers and celebrities. Use our link in the description to follow some amazing Kumu streamers. Hey, you can find me on there too. Just type Kara Erigel. See you there. Property, cash flow, and expenses. Ang laking bagay nung pera, no? Naging super finance talk siya. Also, that... The timeline also. Ah, yes, timeline, yes. Which is really tied to, parang they're all tied together, except siguro sa number one. Number one is the, yung preference niya, about what property, and pero yung budget, but then the rest are like, everything is actually tied together. So, all these things you need to consider. Kailangan nyo talagang mag-compute. So, anyway, arithmetic lang naman to. <laughs> Kaya niya yan, kahit na hindi, hindi tayo masyado magaling sa math. So, meron namang calculator. Okay, okay. As long as we know how to add and subtract, will be good. It sounds easy, I guess, when we're talking about it now, no? But these are very complicated conversations that you will have, diba, with your significant other. Because apart from having very different financial backgrounds, diba, very different relationships with money, now you're talking about your money, diba, as a, as a married couple, as a whole, and also something you'll be spending your money on for yeah. years. Right. And also, I noticed that sa Filipino culture natin, we're not very open to talking about money. I don't know with your mm-hmm. family, but in our family, we didn't really talk about money on the dinner table, which is very different from what my husband and I do now. Like, we, we always, like, we talk about it a lot. Like, uh, when we're mm-hmm. eating or okay, we're chilling, like, on the bed, we're chilling with rain, and we talk about our business on inside the bedroom. So, parang part na talaga siya sa lives, and we're very open about it, even though, even when we were not yet married. So we, we really talked mm-hmm. about yung, our relationship with money. 
like yung mga investments namin, where we, mm-hmm. kung ba kaming mga utang, mga ganyan. Mm-hmm. So it's very important for those who are not yet married to be open to your boyfriend or girlfriend or fiancé about your current financial mm-hmm. na yeah, status. Because once you're married, magiging isa na lang eh. Magiging, you'll become one. So you need to be open yeah. about everything. Para you can also manage it well moving forward. Like kung sino hahawak ng pera, mga ganyan. So it's very important right. na you should talk about. So it's, it's something that you should be discussing about even before marriage. Right. That's so, that's so, so true. Did you have the same no, discussion, um, ba with your husband? Yeah, balance sheet, ganon. <laughs> Although hindi pa, nga, hindi pa namin siya, I wouldn't say we've completely discussed it as openly as you do with your husband. But we did balance sheets, ganyan, with, uh, I think on the first week of our... Before we got married, we talked about it. Also, kasi because we lived together. So, wala kami choice kundi maging open sa, di ba? Like, magkano kinikita ko? Magkano ano? Kasi we're both paying for rent. Di ba? This was bare. So, every single every single thing you see here Nadili now is we both oh. paid for it. Oo, ganun. Yung half talaga kami. Um, so, it was, you know, money was something that we would talk about. But I had it harder. I, I mm, had a harder time being open about it. Because I grew up now from a very Ilocana, you know, old school. Like, don't talk about um, money. Don't talk about money on the dinner table. Yan. Oo. Tsaka pag may money problems, hindi kasama yung mga bata. Yeah. Ang nag-uusap lang that. Di ba? Yung lola ko. Tsaka yung yeah, mom ko. Same, same so, I had a... Di ba? And my relationship with money has always been make it and then keep it. Make it and then keep it. Tapos yung asawa ko, make it and then invest it. And then make it work for you. Na noong una, hindi ko nagigets talaga. Paano ko kailangan ko ng Anyway, I'm so learning it. Okay, so those are the um, top five uh, uh, really important things that couples should consider first and secure. Di ba? And, and prepare before investing in um in real estate in a house and lot for them so um what is i guess last couple of questions what is the best location in your opinion as a real estate broker what is the best location for a newly married couple to buy a house or land or to live in best location because usually with real estate barang prime locations na commercial talaga like condo ding high-end subdivisions mm-hmm. ding mid-end and merong socialize so there are many categories with regards to asset classes. So, with regards to location naman, doon naman papasok yung budget because of course, we all want to live in like beautiful high-end subdivisions. But it depends on what your budget is now. Of course, you can upgrade later. When it comes to selecting a property, it should be accessible even though not accessible at least with public transport, yung mga ganyan, basic. Kasi even if you have a car, baka later on you would be mm-hmm. your kids. Wala silang mother driver, you're not there. So at least they can, ano, they can still go back and forth sa property mo na conveniently. So accessible, tapos um, accessible mm-hmm. din yung mga malls or accessible siya sa hospitals, mga ganyan. And yun, yung property na, it doesn't have to be like at the center, pero we call it like sa fringe, like at the fringe. Like my sweet spot kasi dyan eh. not so near but not so far. Yan kasi yung affordable na properties. Kasi if you buy okay. na nandyan sa prime location, it's gonna be expensive. Um, mahal yun. So new, newly married couples, at least those who are based in Cagayan, they can consider that area. 
Okay. Well, thank you very much, Alex. My gosh, I I that was like still I really have so many questions. I know, but I have a lot of no? But um, probably for another, hopefully for another episode, maybe I can have you again. Or kapag nagkapekape na tayo sa Manti, pag nasa Davao kayo. Yeah. But you know, these are very, very important. I guess things that. I wish I would have known before I got married, but I'm happy, very happy that I'm learning now. Diba? Para man lang pag nag-uusap kami na asawa ko, nang makapag-pretend man lang ako, ah, yung nag-a-appreciate kasi siya, no? Anong value? <laughs> but, um, again, also very important things to consider, you know, if you're, if you're engaged, if you're in a relationship, you know, if you're thinking about taking the big step, Real estate is something that you should definitely know at least a little about, diba, before jumping into that season of your life. Because whether you like it or not, this is something that you're gonna get into, diba, if you decide to get married. Yes. Not even even when you're because single. Because it's a it's a it's a basic need. Yes, yung, home, yung shelter. Yes. yeah, home, shelter. That's the basic need. So exactly, basic tayo, need. We all need some, something to a place to stay in. So. Oo naman. We are really going to get into it yeah. later on. And not just get into it, you know, which is why it's important that I'm also having this conversation with you. And for you to, I guess, know a real estate broker or someone who knows a lot about this, who to guide you and to help you, diba? someone you can talk to about it. Because um, if you're going to get into it, might as well know more than the... Ano ba? Yung basic things lang, diba? Kasi there's so much to learn from it. You can even play around with it, diba? Mm-hmm. If you put time yeah. and effort in it. Tsaka, diba? Ang daming nalulugi, ang daming naluloko. Kasi they get into it, jump into it without knowing all these things that, you know, that I'm learning from you now. Yeah, so, you have a lot of things to consider when you buy a property. So it's important to go through these things first before making the investment. Definitely. Thank you, Alex. Okay, I have one last question for you. Something okay. that I ask every single guest on the podcast. What are you... So, first and foremost, I'm so grateful for you, your time, your energy, and your knowledge, which I will keep coming back to um, from time to time because I did learn so much. Um, but, Ikaw, what are you grateful for today in this moment? It can be one thing, five things, up to you. Grateful for. Right now, I'm just really grateful to be healthy and to have a family who's very supportive. Yun yung essentials, eh. And then the rest are just bonuses. Mm-hmm. All right. Of course, family and health. And yes. your our lives, diba? Our lives. Living, being alive. Yeah, the opportunities that we have through these platforms like Kumu, YouTube. So there are a lot of things that are available to us now that weren't available before. So I'm also grateful for that. Yes, thank you for also mentioning that. I, you are everywhere. Ironically, you're the, you know, this is my job, but you're the one who's convincing me to get on YouTube and forcing me at magkaka-fine power and everything. But, you know, I want to say this again, Alex. Thank you so much for your energy and your time. I know you are everywhere. Please invite our listeners here on After 30 to catch you on your YouTube, to listen to your podcast as well, and follow you on your socials. Yes, so my YouTube channel is just my name. It's Alex Zeta. So I talk about real estate, business, and finance. And I also have a podcast. I just launched it last month. It's the True Wealth Podcast. So Kara is also will be there as well. So I interviewed yeah. her just a while ago. And you know, all my socials are just my name. It's just Alex Zeta. Just, you can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram. Facebook. So just reach out to me if you have any questions for, about real estate investing, especially if you're planning to buy or sell a property here in Cagayan de Oro. 
There you go. Thank you so much again. Another round Thank of applause you. for Thank the beautiful you. Alex Zeta. Thank you so, so much for your time and energy. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Now, this is the part where you share the things, people, moments, whatever it is that you're grateful for today. I would love to hear from you. So please do get in touch with me on Instagram and Facebook at After 30 with Cara Erigel. I would love to see you tag me in your stories if you do post this. And please follow me on Spotify if you haven't yet. And also leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. That would really, really help the podcast. And of course, me a lot. And I truly, truly appreciate you. I am so grateful for you. Don't forget, be grateful. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.